Thank you for joining me for another episode of All Is Not Lost. This week, I wanted to share a perspective with you that it's taken me a very long time to embrace, but that I'm so happy I did. Many of us spend way too much time doing or not doing things because we worry about what others will think. We make decisions based on making money or establishing a sense of security, only to realize that the only true security in life is trusting in spirit. When preparing to record this episode, I was sent the following quote from Ihara Saikaku. If making money is a slow process, losing it is quickly done. To me, this means that focusing our entire lives around money and security doesn't actually lead to security. As you will hear toward the end of today's episode in the story I share about my dad. Thank you again for being here. And I hope today's episode will at the very least give you something new to think about. And at best, encourage you to live a more spirit-led life. Naysayers be damned. Spirit, does it stay? Does it go? The fact is, spirit does survive death. Our loved ones are all around us. Love survives. Spirit survives. All is not lost. Welcome to the All Is Not Lost podcast. Here's your host, psychic and evidential medium, Rianne Maldonado. The other day I was thinking about the twists and turns my life has taken over the years. I spent the morning with a good friend discussing new things we're working on and some unexpected endeavors that have us really excited. It made me think about all of the unexpected things that come our way during life and what they often lead to. Depending upon how old you are, you may remember that not too long ago, people were taught to figure out in high school what they wanted to do with the rest of their lives. Then they graduated high school, started their careers, and stayed there until retirement. It was a smart choice, and it would lead to what they thought was a successful life. Unfortunately, it didn't really matter if you found out later that you weren't very good at your career, or even worse, you found that you didn't like it or just weren't happy. It kind of couldn't matter. What mattered was that you were building a pension or retirement fund to carry you into old age. You were demonstrating loyalty to your company, and you were working towards incremental pay raises and promotions. You went to work, you came home, spent some time with your family, and you got up again the next day and did it for like 45 years. (laughs) Now, I am not going to say that having dedication and loyalty are bad or working towards a good retirement fund is not smart because it totally has value. I'm also not saying that completely throwing caution to the wind and literally living moment to moment by the seat of your pants with no concern for the future is wise either. What I want to talk about today is somewhere in the middle because my parents were of the generation I spoke of first, the ones who were taught to have a 45 year lifelong career, whether you were happy or not, this way of looking at life was taught to me from an early age, yet it never really sat right with me. I just couldn't imagine first knowing at 17 or 18 years old, what I wanted to do for the rest of my life, but also I couldn't imagine doing just one thing for the rest of my life. Side note, without a doubt, I understand there are some really awesome careers that provide plenty of excitement to keep one happy and occupied for a lifetime. And another side note, happiness and contentment contentment can and maybe should be a mindset. Of course, there are people who are perfectly happy and totally content working the same job day in and day out for a lifetime. And we need those people. 
So what is the point of my talk today? Now that we know what it isn't. My point is about people like me who, for whatever reason, did not choose that lifelong career at 18 years old, but have been made to feel as though that is failure or a wasted life. I hope to give those of you who have at times or still do feel like I have felt a different perspective today. Now, I might get a little minister-ish on you when I ask, do you think God put you here on this planet with all of the choices we are given, hoping that you would choose just one? See, I don't think so. I really can't begin to imagine that each of us, unique individuals, with our many talents, interests, and specialties, were put here merely to offer one thing for our entire existence. It just doesn't ring true to me. And I'll tell you from my own experiences and from people I know why I've come to this conclusion. Think for just a moment about the twists and turns your own path has taken over the years. Think about the different people you've met who have led you to various new and different things or opportunities, a new job, a new friend, a connection to a new home, a new pet, or even a new love interest. I did an episode earlier called Silver Linings and looking back over our lives at the challenging times to see all the good that came out of them. But this time, I want you to look at all the little things that have shaped you and led you to new and interesting changes in your own life. Have you ever watched a YouTube video that just happened to pop up that actually caught your interest and maybe caused you to go purchase a book on a wildly new to you topic? or visit a website of a person that ended up catching your interest and eventually becoming a new teacher or mentor to you in a new area. I've mentioned some of my past journeys in previous episodes in other contexts, but I'd like to share some here to illustrate my point. When my son was in preschool, I was working my way into nursing school after my divorce. Once I was accepted into the program, there was a two-year wait list until the actual nursing program started. I was not in a position to just sit around and wait. I had to look for a job so I could support my son in the meantime. At that time, we were staying with my aunt and she introduced me to her neighbor, a woman who owned her own business. One day I made an appointment to go see her. I walked into her office and sat down and said exactly these words. I don't know what you do, but I need a job and I can learn anything. Would you consider giving me a job while I'm waiting for my spot in the nursing program to open up? She hired me that day and taught me mortgage loan processing, which I ended up loving and doing for the next 10 years. A job which also saved me when I got called to start the nursing program a year early and didn't have childcare arrangements. Had there not been a wait list for the nursing program, had my aunt not introduced me to her neighbor and whatever else, I wouldn't have ended up learning a skill that turned into a great career that helped me support my son for 10 years and a job that I could do from home a lot of the time. Here, I thought that nursing was the only true career I wanted and would ever want until something different was put in front of me. I remember at the time, my son's father calling me a quitter and making it a negative that I switched from nursing to loan processing. He wasn't the only one with this way of thinking. And it was just another seed planted in my mind that I was in fact doing something wrong or that I was flaky. I didn't know what to think. Fast forward to 2008 and the housing crash. I was processing loans in Southern California, doing well, raising my son in my own home when it all came crashing down. There was no work to be had. I lost my job and my home. 
I was forced to look for a job job, as they say. Thankfully, I made some friends in my area at the time, and one just happened to be married to a big wig at one of the local casinos. Now, let me just tell you, I don't even know how to gamble still to this day. I don't smoke, I rarely drink, and I definitely don't like to stay up late. So the thought of working in a casino was not all that exciting, but feeding my son and having health insurance quickly became more important than my lack of desire to work in a casino. My friend had her hubby push my application to the front of the pile. And I'm going to say right now, I don't feel shame about that. I was a struggling single mother and in need of a good job. I had to use the resources Spirit sent to me. I got the job and wasn't so great at it, but at least the guests really liked me. Remember the I don't smoke or stay up late comment from earlier? Well, I was working in a smoky casino on the night shift. But after eight months of sticking with it and doing decently at my job, I met my now husband of 15 years. That's still so crazy to say out loud. Besides these examples, illustrating how one little twist in your life can lead to something you never saw coming on a big scale, such as a career. I also want to talk about smaller things like hobbies. In 2009, my son was 12 and he took a liking to wood carving. He read, practiced, dabbled, got some stitches on Thanksgiving that year, and overall had a bit of fun learning a new skill new to him. When he got tired of wood carving and moved on to another area of interest, I never would have called him a quitter. Instead, I would have expressed how, and I know I did, express how I was proud of him for dabbling, trying new things, experimenting with life and sampling all that life has to offer. And here we are in 2023 and he is back to wood carving better than ever, making beautiful projects. So you see, you never know where things are going to take you. Back before I started my pre-nursing, I had worked in a women's hospital in Southern California. I thought at the time that I wanted to be a labor and delivery nurse. So while I was in school, I got a per diem job at the hospital in L&D, where some of the old time nurses and even the cute young nurses taught me to crochet. I had seen my grandma and my mom crochet my whole life, but I had never done it and thought it was kind of like an old lady thing. Then I see these beautiful women creating some pretty cool stuff while working and waiting for babies to be born. I was hooked, no pun intended. I purchased some hooks and some yarn and began making some of the ugliest, most crooked blankets and scarves you've ever seen. One of which I still have today, but I loved doing it. Then during the wait for nursing school, while I was busy with my new loan processing job, crocheting had to go by the wayside. I just didn't have time anymore. Later, I took a small interest in making handmade cards with stamps and ink and other crafty goods, which later led to a stint at selling candles on the side and various other hobbies and things along the way. Would you believe I actually worked at TaylorMade making and packaging golf clubs for a while? I worked in a movie theater, a restaurant, and a veterinarian clinic. I've taught babies sign language. I've led breastfeeding support groups and been the chapter leader of the International Cesarean Awareness Network in Spokane, Washington, and led childbirth education classes. At one point, I even began midwifery school. I have certificates in yoga, Reiki, and more. I'm not trying to give you a resume of my life, but more a roadmap of all that I did that got me here to where I am today. Sharing my love of mediumship and spirit with you, hosting this podcast, working as a private investigator, being a mom of five, working towards being a spiritualist minister and my most recent endeavor, one that I've been dreaming about forever, hospice volunteering. Had I not done 
all the little things that I did in my past, would I be in the same place I am today? I I don't know. Had one thing in my past been different, would I be here doing what I'm doing now? I'm not sure. Possibly. I guess it depends on whether you believe life is planned out already or not. I don't. I think maybe some general stuff is planned out, but truly our lives are based on countless decisions, big and small, that we make about a bajillion times a day. Thinking back to last Christmas, parapsychology wasn't even on my radar. I was going along doing my thing, thinking what I think about ghosts, the paranormal and all that when boom, I was hit with a completely new way of looking at things. These things that are really important parts of my life. And beyond that, now that my world has opened up through this new lens of parapsychology, I've met new people who are now leading me to even more opportunities. The other day, had I not had parapsychology homework to do, I wouldn't have been sitting in the Starbucks on Twin Peaks Road where I happened to see a flyer asking for hospice volunteers on the way to the restroom. And I wouldn't have had my interview. Do I think I'm a failure for not finding a way to stick with nursing school way back in 2001? Well, if I listen to the various people from my past, yes, sometimes. But when I look back over all of the people I've known, experiences I've had, jobs I've learned, hobbies I've tried, places I've lived, When I look back at all of that, even events that just happened yesterday that led me somewhere unexpected, I'm amazed. I'm amazed at the things that have touched my life, shaped me and influenced me. All the ways in which spirit stepped in and put little orange cones in my path, leading me on little detours to here or over there, places I would would not have gone on my own. People I would have possibly been too scared to approach classes I thought were too challenging, or jobs that I didn't think I would enjoy. When I've told you before that spirit really does know best, I wasn't lying. We're silly to think that we know what's best for us at every turn. We're way too close to the situation to see the clear answer, the best path. We can certainly have a more intuitive say in some of the choices by going quiet and going within to hear better directions from spirit, but still, Spirit can take that big step back and see the way bigger picture and put these choices and opportunities in front of us to help us live richer and more meaningful lives. If like me, you sometimes still feel lost or like you're not doing the right thing or your life isn't what you thought it would be. Or if you feel like you let someone down because you chose another path, I offer you this perspective. What if you're just honoring spirit by sampling all the goods? What if you're just honoring spirit by listening to the nudges, following the little orange cones and detours? What if spirit's looking at you from afar saying, way to go. I've given you all these things to do and try and explore. And you're doing just that. Doesn't it feel so much better to imagine that than thinking you're less than or that you failed at life? I'll leave you with this to consider in case I haven't convinced you yet. My dad was the most loyal company man there ever was. My dad was drafted and went to boot camp for Vietnam right out of high school. But when he got sent home for medical reasons, he immediately went to work for a very big company in San Diego. He started out as a carpenter in the shop, like a maintenance man, and worked his way up until he was a corporate guy wearing a suit and tie to work, saving the company millions of dollars by working on their heating and cooling system and other things I don't really understand. There were years that he hated his bosses or his job in general, but he never complained at work and he never missed a day. 
and he always improved until two weeks before his retirement and a week before Christmas, he was let go just like that. He was not given his retirement. All he ever knew was gone. His loyalty meant nothing. He called me crying. I had only seen my dad cry when his parents passed away. So whether you have a great job that you love, that you hope to do all the way until retirement, or you don't, I encourage you to play, to read, to learn, to experience other things. I encourage you to live your life, even if it's only on your days off. Be brave, be excited, be curious. Try all the things that you think will make your heart sing. And if you find out that your heart doesn't sing, try the next thing. There are no rules saying you have to love everything you try. But how will you know if you don't experiment? This way, if the universe ever forced you into a big change, like my dad, or if you just one day decide you want a change, you will have experiences and interests to draw upon. You will have met people along your way that just might be able to lead you to your next adventure. What new experiences can you explore this week or this month or this year? What new topic can you explore? What new class can you take? I would love to hear from you. So please reach out and share your experiences and the new things you're going to explore. Thank you for joining me again for another episode of All Is Not Lost. I love knowing you're here. I hope you were able to take something meaningful from this today that will lead you down a new path of discovery. I know you have a choice of how you spend your time and it's not lost on me that you choose to spend your time here. If you're enjoying the show, please remember to click follow and share it with a friend. If you'd like more information about me or to book a reading or private mentoring session, please visit allisnotlostpodcast.com and click booking and inquiries. If you have an idea for a show topic or you just want to connect, please reach out on social media or via email at allisnotlostpodcast at gmail.com. And in all seriousness, I would love to hear from you about anything new and exciting that you're thinking of exploring. So don't hesitate to reach out. Thank you again. And I look forward to seeing you again next week.